Welcome everyone to a special edition of Couch Potato Diary. My name is Peter Klein. You can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and threads. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email this show right here, uh, CouchPotatoDiary at yahoo.com. This is a show all about a Blue Jays legend, as Jose Bautista goes into the level of excellence today for the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, and so today is all about his legacy. How did he go from journeyman to being the man? Um, how did he go to Jose Bautista, Bautista to Joey Bats? We go through it all as we look at the legacy of the latest inductee into the Blue Jays level of excellence, Jose Bautista. Hi, I'm Kim Carson. And I'm Peter Klein, and this is We Had No Idea. A podcast about world events that you know about. But might have fallen asleep for during history class. Or social studies, however you learned history in high school. Each week we'll do a deep dive into important topics throughout history. So whether you already know everything or feel like you need to top up on some history, we'll be here for you. Listen to us each week wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! Jose Antonio Bautista was born on October 19, 1980 in the uh, Dominican Republic in Santo Domingo. He showed an early interest in baseball and developed his skills as a young player. Bautista's talent caught the attention of scouts, leading to his eventual entry into professional baseball. He was drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates in the 20th round of the 2000 Major League Baseball Draft. He made his debut with the Baltimore Orioles on April 4, 2004. During his time with the Orioles and in Major League Baseball, he showed some potential, mainly defensive abilities in the outfield, but he also was an uh, infielder as well. Um, on August 25th, 2008, the Toronto Blue Jays made a trade to acquire Jose Bautista in exchange for a player to be named later, uh, that player being Robinson Diaz. And I remember at the time that the Blue Jays had a few catchers kind of for some reason, the Blue Jays have done well with catcher prospects, at least the prospecting part. Um, or maybe it's just that there's buzz about them. I don't know. Either way, um, this was right around J.P. Aaron Sebia time. Um, but Robinson Diaz, at least in my mind, and, and as someone who was beyond, like, just, oh, I recognize three names. I know things about prospects. But he was one where, okay, if it's not going to be Aaron Sebia, it could be Robinson Diaz. So I was like, man, this kid's, like, right there. I feel like we're giving up on him for a, a dude who I've never heard of. Why Why are we doing this? I, I don't understand it. Uh, that turned out to be a turning point, both in his career and as the Toronto Blue Jays franchise. Bautista was basically just used as a utility player, but then his breakout came in the 2010 season. Um, the Blue Jays have been using Bautista kind of all over the place. Third base, he has a great arm out in right field. Um, but he, he was kind of all over the place. And sometimes they had him batting leadoff, which makes sense because like he is, he's got a very good eye, but he wasn't that traditional leadoff speed type of a guy. Um, and then the transformation happens. And I, I don't think that you can tell the story of Jose Bautista without talking about the Blue Jays manager at the time, Cito Gaston, who played a crucial role in Bautista's breakout as a baseball player. As the manager of the Toronto Blue Jays during the time of Bautista's transformation, Gaston's guidance, support, and strategic decisions were instrumental in helping Bautista reach his full potential. Gaston provided Bautista with the opportunity to play regularly and gain confidence in his abilities. Under Gaston's leadership, Bautista was given consistent playing time, which allowed him to work through the adjustments he had been making to his swing and his approach. This consistent playing time was crucial for Bautista's development and his ability to translate his adjustments into on 
field success. Bautista had shown glimpses of his power potential throughout his career, but it was in 2010 that he made significant adjustments to his hitting approach. He worked on his swing mechanics, improved his pitch recognition, and focused on generating more power through his hips and hands. These adjustments allowed him to make better contact and tap into his natural power. Gaston and his coaching staff worked with Bautista to refine his hitting approach. This or They emphasized the importance of pitch recognition, plate discipline, and driving the ball with authority. Gaston's focus on all these aspects of Bautista's game helped him become a more well-rounded and effective hitter, setting the stage for his power surge. At the time, because this genuinely came out of nowhere. Like, it, it feels ridiculous to say that this guy who's being honored as one of the faces of the franchise, um, but this did come out of nowhere. That there was no, okay, well, you're going to get Bautista and going to unlock this potential, and, and off you go. He was a utility guy who got Rule 5 drafted at one point, right? That's how he ended up with the Orioles. Um... Yeah, the Orioles selected Bautista in the Rule 5 draft and carried him onto the opening day roster. They He played 16 games with the Orioles, and then the Tampa Bay Rays claimed him off of waivers. And then he was purchased by Kansas City. Uh, and then he was traded to the Mets. And then he was traded to Pittsburgh uh, for Ty Wigginton, which is a big deal. Um, I'm kidding, of course. But he... He was, uh, yeah, the, the series of transactions made him the first player to appear on five different Major League Baseball rosters in one season, only matched by Oliver Drake in 2018. Bautista did only play for four of them, but he was actually a member of five of those teams. So th to all of this to say, none of these teams were trading for him because, oh yeah, this guy's going to turn into a 50 home run dude. They're trading for him because, yeah, he's a body. He can play a bunch of different positions. Oh, we found literally anyone else? Fine, go get that person instead. Th this was never ever, ever supposed to be in the cards, but you watch, um, you watch clips from like 2004 and you see like, there's a bit of a, there, there's the makings of Jose Bautista in there, but the, the stance and the approach and the drive that he is able to get, it's not even close. The Blue Jays brought in Bautista and completely refined his, style at the plate, the leg kick, the drive through the lower body, as mentioned in there before, getting the hips involved and the torque that he was able to get and the bat speed he was able to get were absolutely incredible. So what the Blue Jays were able to do was see the talent that this guy had and like some of the, the things that he had and just refine them and kind of polish this diamond up a little bit. And all of a sudden you have a absolute monster at home plate. The defining aspect of Batista's breakout was his incredible power surge. In 2010, he led the major leagues with an astonishing 54 home runs. Just the, and again, this was never in the cards for him. Um he like I I, I cannot stress this enough. No one at all saw this coming for Jose Bautista. Before that, his career high in home runs was 16 with the Pirates in um, in 2006. He had 16, 15, and then 15. Um, the year before 2010, in 2009, that's how math works, with the, the Blue Jays, in 113 games, he had 13 home runs and 40 RBI. Then 54 and 43 in 2010, 2011. Just an out of nowhere breakout like you have never seen before. And a lot of people, I, I think he said he was drug tested like nine times or something like that. Like just 
just like no one, everyone kind of assumed this is the next Brady Anderson. This is, this is the guy who just loaded up on roids for one big year and he just went for it. But it was his newfound ability to drive the ball out of the park that was a result of his refined mechanics, improved pitch recognition, and his commitment to driving the ball with authority. Uh, Bautista's breakout season earned him uh, his first all-star selection in 2010. Um, like just, it, it was so great to watch. And it was for the, oh, let me finish, I'm bouncing around between points. The, the Blue Jays, again, completely changed his approach, but also this was someone whose eye at the plate greatly improved. He went from being a guy who was right around 300 on base percentage to 378 and 447 in back-to-back -back years, um, and he didn't dip below a 350 on base percentage until his last full season with the Blue Jays, which didn't go great. In, in 2017, right? So, um, this this was this was a turnaround that uh, again I give a lot of credit to Cito Gasson, but Bautista had to implement it, and his eye at the plate either improved or he always had it and just never trusted it or whatever. But he had an incredible eye at home plate and a great feel of the strike zone as well, and that allowed him to be more patient at the plate, get into better counts, and then hit the fuck out of a baseball when it came in 2010. 54 home runs, 124 RBI. 2011, 43 home runs, 103 RBI. Um, he was named a Silver Slugger in 2010 and in 2011. Uh, he went to the All-Star Game. He finished fourth in MVP voting in 2010 and third in MVP voting in 2011. And this was important for the Blue Jays at this time. They had just traded Roy Halladay. Uh, they didn't know it yet, but they had just traded Roy Halladay for nothing. Uh, <laughs> that is not... As my cat comes into things here now, that is not an overly inspiring trade tree to go over from a Toronto Blue Jays perspective. Um, he is an all-time legend, and he's gone. And I, I was living in Toronto at the time. Felt very lucky that I got to see Roy Halladay pitch in a, a Blue Jays uniform for as long as I did. Uh, but it was obvious that that time was coming to an end. And so you go from like this guy who is a perennial all-star, he is the locker room leader, leader in the clubhouse, all of those things. Um, and he's gone. And so now you're looking at it like, okay, what's, what is there with this Blue Jays team to, to get excited about? And immediately Bautista burst onto the scene. You went from having a pitcher who you had to see every five days to a, a hitter who you had to see every bat from because you didn't know what absurd monstrous home run was going to come next from from Jose Bautista and that turned I think the fortunes of the the franchise around a little bit um that along with general manager Alex Anthopoulos and his aggressiveness towards uh player acquisition and being a general manager this really pushed the Blue Jays into a spot and Baut around Bautista and Edwin Encarnacion as well. His turnaround from being E5 to being another one of the great power hitters of that time for the Blue Jays. And it's too bad. Like, there should be something for Edwin this weekend, too. Th those two are forever intertwined in Blue Jays history. But because of what they did, specifically Bautista, he was the all-star, he was the MVP candidate, specifically around what those guys did, the Blue Jays now had a foundation that they could suddenly build around. And they tried really hard to build around that foundation. 2013, they make the big trade with the, um, at the time, 
No, they were the Miami Marlins then. Uh, but the main name going out was Danny Hechevarria. They go out and acquire Jose Reyes, Mark Burley, uh, Josh Johnson. There was another one too in that. I'm trying to do this off the top of my head. By the way, they made a, a monster blockbuster deal to try to completely remake this team. And then they trade Noah Syndergaard to the Mets for Cy Young winner R.A. Dickey. And this was going to be the team that just absolutely steamrolled. The Blue Jays are the favorites. Um, here comes Toronto. They've changed the, the logo and the look again. So it now is a more updated version of 1992 and 1993 with this new look like Bash Brothers group. And it didn't go great. Until 2015, um, Jose Reyes uh, had become a bit of a defensive liability at shortstop. Uh, that was a weird way of saying shortstop. But they also go out and acquire uh, another MVP candidate in Josh Donaldson. And the world was about to know what Josh Donaldson really was all about as a baseball player. Don't know if I'd host a podcast with him. But as a baseball player, that guy was an absolute monster. And that gave the Blue Jays a legitimate middle of the order with Donaldson, Bautista, and Encarnacion. You had Jose Reyes up at the top, um, and you had young up-and-comers in the, the pitching staff with like Marcus Stroman coming in, Marco Estrada starting to pitch well for the, this Blue Jays team, and really came out of nowhere to, to pitch really well for the, the Blue Jays. But something still wasn't working in 2015. Then the Blue Jays make the trades. They acquire Troy Tulowitzki on a fateful night at like midnight. Ken Rosenthal sends out the tweet, Tulo to the Jays. And all of a sudden, everything changes. Russell Martin's on the team as well. And that Blue Jays team would go on a ridiculous run. And a lot of that had to do with Jose Bautista. It was a pivotal year for Bautista and the Blue Jays as they made a strong push to return to the playoffs after a lengthy absence. And Bautista played a central role in the team's success, both on the field and as a leader in the clubhouse. Bautista continued to be a driving force in the Jays lineup, showcasing his power-hitting abilities and disciplined plate approach. His offensive contributions, along with those of his teammates, propelled the Blue Jays to become one of the top-scoring teams in the league. And the 2015 season marked the end of the 22-year playoff drought for the Toronto Blue Jays. Bautista's consistent production and influence in the lineup played a significant role in the team's success. His ability to perform in clutch situations and contribute to key victories helped propel the Blue Jays to secure a spot in the postseason. Like I said, you now had this all-star that came out of nowhere that you could build around. And build around him, they did. And they finally found the right pieces. And Bautista was so key in that. I am not one for believing in the clutch gene. And players find this mystical thing that just turns them into amazing players um, out of nowhere. Because the situation happens to, happens to be a bit more intense. But if one thing flies in the face of that, it's Jose Bautista. He thrived under animosity. He thrived under key situations, coming up with big hit after big hit. He was the guy you wanted to see come up in those big situations. And for him and the Blue Jays, for 22 years, there was no more big situation than October 14th, 2015, during Game 5 of the American League Division Series against the Texas Rangers. The seventh inning was a disaster. Martin's throw back to the mound, hit off of Shin Chu Chu's bat, um, and ricochets up the third baseline. A runner comes in to score. After a lengthy review, it is determined that was a live ball, and that run counted. Blue Jays fans in Toronto were furious. They were throwing things at the field. They were missing the field. A baby got hit with a Coors Light can. It was an absolute disaster, but it was such an emotional scene. And then the Rangers fall apart. Elvis Andrus misses a 
um, misses a ball at second, then drops a throw from the, the first baseman to second. That would have been a force out. And then on a bunt, he drops the ball again on a, a throw to third where they were trying to get the lead runner. Then Rudnet Odor takes a horrendous route to a blooper from Josh Donaldson. So the game is tied and Jose Bautista steps up. And for copyright reasons, I super can't play it because I do not have the express written consent of the Toronto Blue Jays baseball club. But you've heard it a thousand times, uh, whether it is Bautista, deep left field, no doubt about it, or there she goes from Jerry Howarth and then the iconic bat flip I get chills just thinking about it it became one of the most memorable moments in baseball history and it is forever etched in the minds of Blue Jays fans and baseball enthusiasts around the world probably Rangers fans as well um it is an iconic I have a picture of it framed in my house it's not even in my office it's in my living room that's what it means to me that um, this was a moment for a franchise starved of moments. You think about it. 1993, they win the World Series on a legendary walk-off home run. After that, they hadn't made the postseason since. Um, and then you get this iconic moment from Jose Bautista. Now, it doesn't end great as the Blue Jays lose a frustrating series in the American League Championship Series to the Kansas City Royals. Um, but this was a moment for the Blue Jays. And then in 2016, Bautista continued to be a key player for Toronto, contributing on the field and as a leader as well. While the team faced challenges, Bautista's performance remained a significant asset. Bautista maintained his reputation as a power hitter and continued drawing walks, showcasing his plate discipline and ability to get on base. His offensive contributions were a vital component of the team's efforts to remain competitive. Bautista's leadership continued to play an essential role in the clubhouse. Um, he he could be a little bit attitudinal sometimes, but he was, I think, a very big part of setting that culture for the Toronto Blue Jays and having that swagger. He and Donaldson, for better or worse, kind of set the tone for the Blue Jays. Now, 2016 was a bit frustrating. Bautista only gets into 116 games, uh, still 22 home runs, 69 RBI. It's the first time since his breakout in 2010 that he doesn't make the All-Star game. And actually, 2015 is the last time that Bautista will make the All-Star game, as it does tend to fall apart uh, a little bit for him after that. And the Blue Jays do fall short of the World Series, losing in the American League Championship Series to Cleveland. But still, Bautista, with these two performances, with helping the team in uh, 15 and then getting them back there in 2016, is forever etched in the history of the Toronto Blue Jays as one of the most important players, and quite frankly, um, up until he left back in, what would that have been? It was 2017, 2018. Um, after he left, or uh, up until he left, he was like the, he was the face of the franchise. That this was the Bautista era for, for Toronto. After Roy Halladay, it's the Bautista era, and now we're in the Vladdy era. Uh, Vladdy and Bo, I think Bo's worked his way into that. But, you cannot understand, unless you were there, and it's not that long ago, the impact that this dude had on a franchise that just needed some breath of life. They had tried desperately for years, going out and making big splashes with B.J. Ryan, Troy Gloss, and Lyle Overbay. Um, A.J. Burnett's coming in. He's going to be the one-two with Roy Halladay. All right, we have to give up. We're trading away Roy Halladay. There wasn't a whole lot to get excited about. And then this utility infielder out of fucking nowhere comes in and just starts hitting missiles all over the place. 
And it turns the Blue Jays once again into must-watch baseball, must-see baseball, and it provided the cornerstone for the Blue Jays to build a new era around. And now, um, the team has made the playoffs in 2015, 2016, 2020, yeah, 2020, and 2022, and at the time of recording, they're back in a playoff spot in 2023. Now, those most recent ones, I don't think you can say Bautista has a lot to do with it. However... A new era of Toronto Blue Jays baseball was ushered in, and it became cool to be a Blue Jays fan again, thanks in large part to what Jose Bautista was able to do. He would bounce around after the Blue Jays with stints with the Braves, Mets, Phillies, and others, and today, or yesterday, he signed a contract with the Toronto Blue Jays to retire as a Blue Jay, a one-day deal, although the way the team's been hitting, maybe use him as a DH this evening, uh, or this afternoon, but... Um, signs a one-day deal to retire a Blue Jay, and his name will go up on the level of excellence with the elite of the elite among Toronto Blue Jays, and there isn't a more perfect spot for him to go. Jose Bautista, forever a Blue Jays legend. That is... A legacy look at Jose Bautista. Thank you all so much for downloading. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, rate, review, subscribe wherever you can. You can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at primetimecline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk. And you can email the show, couchpotatodiary, at yahoo.com. Um, that is it for this week. Coming up next week, we're getting into the football, baby. I got a bunch of stuff planned for NFL previews, for fantasy football previews. It's going to be a ton of fun, and I can't wait. So, once again, thank you all so much, and I will talk to you all later.